welcome to episode seven of Shiny Cat's Mental Health Chat, Raising Money for Mind. This week, we're going to be looking at complex PTSD. So, welcome in everyone. Um, just a disclaimer before I start, obviously these are just uh, discussion podcasts. They're not supposed to be uh, used for sort of, you know, your own diagnosis. They can be helpful to start a conversation, but obviously if you're affected by anything we discussed today, as always, please go and seek the help or advice from a professional. If afterwards you feel that someone of this is, you know, wrong, a bit too, too true to home or whatever. Okay, so uh, why I do these podcasts? Well, um, for over a decade, I have taught psychology um, and I just think it's really important that we normalise and chat about everything that can possibly happen. Obviously, we're doing the A to Z of mental health and this is episode seven and we've still got 29 more episodes to go. So uh, there's a lot and lot to get through. Uh, since the last podcast, blah, 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 since the last podcast, uh, we're pretty much settled in our new house now. It's my birthday in a couple of days. It's uh, it's just it's very chill, very nice. That's all good. So complex PTSD, and there's people in the chat today who also um, uh, are familiar with the topic. So brilliant. If at any point you want to chat and share, please feel free. So. Complex PTSD may be diagnosed in adults or children who have experienced trauma, especially at a young age, and these things may have included violence, neglect or abuse, which is obviously horrible. Um, you've also got a lot of people, um, service personnel in particular, who end up coming back with quite complex PTSD when they've served overseas or um, in a Netflix documentary I was watching yesterday about when you know the, the Capitol building was stormed. There were quite a few police officers with PTSD as a result of that happening as well. So, um, yeah, what can cause PTSD? There basically is anything that is particularly traumatic, but can vary from person to person. So anything that's sort of different, life-threatening, any sort of major life event like that. Um, some of the examples that are normally given are things, you know, like being in a car crash, being assaulted, um, harassed, bullied. Uh, especially anything like that, uh, transphobia, being kidnapped or held hostage. And I was like, wow, obviously there's a lot of complex things that can happen around that. Um, any sort of extreme violence, so those, you know, like we said, those in the military or uh, if you get, ever get caught up in a, a terror attack or something like that. Um, jobs where you see distressing things can actually give you PTSD. So emergency services, uh, services and also possibly... Um, you know, just frontline workers for any sort of major disaster. There's also um, the pandemic has been not helpful for a lot of people because you sort of have to survive skill and there's a whole thing. Um, and that's also something that's come up more. We are going to look at well-being and coronavirus in, in, a, in, a, in a future episode. Um, you might also have PTSD after a traumatic birth experience or losing someone close to you. Um, or being diagnosed with a life-threatening condition like it's just <clears throat> it is yeah and as the chat is saying it's not just physical stuff emotional neglect can also contribute and that's i think that's a lot of things like it's it's what's been your trauma that leads you to your complex ptsd that's not to say that everyone with trauma like develops anything to do with ptsd but you know those that do it's all yeah, it's all about their personal experience, which is why actually the treatment of PTSD can be quite complex because it's so different person to person. Um, complex PTSD is thought to be way more severe 
if the traumatic events that happened in your early life, um, if your trauma was caused by someone that you cared about or someone that you knew for a long time or that you were alone during the trauma or if you're still having to have any sort of contact with someone who caused you trauma. So that, that can happen a lot in abuse cases where the person who perpetrated the abuse is still around. It also may take years after uh, the event has happened to develop PTSD. Um, obviously, there's a lot with child development and um, repression and things that lead adults to develop PTSD when they're older and not, not necessarily know why. Um, and obviously, adults with PTSD may actually feel find it really hard to trust people and feel separated from others. It's quite it's 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 huge thing really because it's it's such a personal thing and then it also makes you sound like you're very very alone with it as well. Um, but obviously, as we've found out with with all the things that we've looked at so far, no one's alone if they, you know, if they can, if they're able to reach out to anyone and and, and talk to them. Um, obviously, we won't always know what it feels like. I know I'm just. Right, this this one was quite hard to research because um, I don't have any real personal experience with PTSD, but my partner does, um, and it was really interesting seeing where it had come from and what it developed into, especially as um, it was like a young experience with quite extreme bullying, which led to a lot of different coping strategies as an adult. <coughs> Um, obviously there are other things like yeah uh, friends have got PTSD when they've lost a parent and stuff it's all it's it's a really quite very personal thing um, complex PTSD sets itself aside so uh, it might be complex PTSD like CPTSD or CPTSD um, you might find that you you have PTSD along with additional symptoms so you're it's Thought to be more complex PTSD if you have difficulty regulating your emotions, if you're angry or distrustful towards the world, or if you have constant feelings of hopelessness, if you feel you're permanently damaged or worthless, which I just I just hope no one ever feels like that. That's that, no, I don't I don't like that. Everyone's worthy. You know, they're just yeah. Feeling if you're completely different to other people, feeling like no one can understand what happens to you, avoiding friendships and relationships, and then disassociative symptoms as well. Um such as derealization or depersonalization where you kind of slip out of a persona and then when you're back to sort of being you you don't really kind of know like you know you haven't done anything bad but you you, you know you've checked out a bit um and then you also get physical symptoms as well like headaches dizziness chest pain um stomach aches and it, you know because obviously stress can also remember uh, always manifest itself in the physical ways because i know when i struggle with stress mine always manifests itself in my IBS and also just because you don't remember your trauma doesn't invalidate it exactly um it's a brilliant point uh, there's a lot like I said especially if you've experienced your PTSD at a younger age it, it's a lot more likely that you will be fuzzy about the details as to what's happened because it's a protective um sort of impulse to just be like no nope, I blocked that off um so if you have complex PTSD, there's a lot of, oh, I've talked about this before because it's like my favourite thing, cognitive behavioural therapy. Um, there's also something called eye movement desensitisation and reprocessing, which is a bit of a mouthful. So it's EMDR for short. And it's basically structured therapy where you have to focus on the trauma memory 
while also um, making eye movements, um, which is associated with a reduction of visiveness. So you're having to concentrate on moving your eyes and stuff as you're retelling the story, and it's supposed to help disassociate you bit by bit because you it's less vivid because you're having to do something else at the same time. It's quite an interesting one um, because obviously if, the more you talk about something, the more you normalise it anyway, but then if you pair it off with something else, it's, it, it is very interesting. Um, people complex PTSD of find it you know really difficult to trust people so it's that can also be something that's worked out with therapy because obviously you might have a, it, it might manifest it, the, the inability to trust can manifest itself in paranoia in that you think that everyone's out to get you or it's paranoia where you don't let anyone get close to you so you don't trust people that way um, you know, you don't let anyone in, you don't have any friends, all that kind of thing. Or if you do have friends, you're always worried they're going to stab you in the back or something's going to happen. Um, but that's also something that can be dealt with with therapy. Yeah, disassociation. It, disassociation is quite an interesting thing. Um, it is when you just check out. There's, you know, there's so many, there's a lot of um, people with multiple personalities that have got a safe personality that they retreat to as well um where they just disassociate and back away and someone else takes over and then you know you don't you don't know what's happened um and, and obviously disassociation is when it's only kind of you checking out rather than being multiple personalities you could hop into and one being the safe one it's it's very interesting um obviously if anything has happened as a result because a lot of people who have gone through a traumatic event that's led to PTSD will also suffer with depression and then obviously if you we looked at addiction and dependence in the very very um first episode it was obviously the main thing about alcohol and drug dependence ends up being a coping mechanism for something else that's underlying be it depression stress anxiety grief trauma whatever a lot of people who are substance dependent are that way because of something else. So remember that from episode one, because I get annoyed when people don't seek help because or get turned away from help because they've got a problem with substance abuse. But actually, if you don't tackle why someone's feeling the need to medicate themselves, you know, I'm a, you know what I'm like. You know what I'm like. Um, people with complex PTSD should always be offered treatment when it um or support when treatment ends as well. It's really important that people don't feel abandoned after they've had, you know, their course of therapy. They're like, oh, you're fixed now. Off you go. Um, because that won't help and can often cause a relapse. Which I think is quite interesting um, because you feel like, you know, you've made all this progress, especially if any of your trauma is related to things like abandonment. <clears throat> it's really, really important that there is that sort of safety net olive branch. You know what I mean? But yeah. Um, has anyone got any question on complex PTSD? It's quite, I didn't, it's a lot of the things that cause the trauma for PTSD are unfortunately stuff that you're not allowed to talk about uh, because of terms of service on Twitch. Obviously, this is live on Twitch right now. If you're listening to this later on on the podcast, hello, happy Saturday. If it's a Saturday, otherwise happy day. Um, But yeah, what I'm finding when I'm doing my research is that rather than spending <laughs> two hours talking about a thing, it's just very much a case of if we can just get it out there, you know, this is what it is. People with complex PTSD are fine. Like they'd, they'll be fine when they get the treatment they need and they have the support network. 
it's normal. More people have got complex PTSD than you realise. That's what I mean by it's fine. You know, there are, there will always be someone in your friendship group maybe who's got something that that's in their past like that. Um, and obviously, the more we talk about it, the more normal it becomes, and the less people feel stigma. As with everything else we will ever cover in the podcast, it's all about making everything seem a bit more normal because. Obviously, if you do have difficulty trusting others as part of your complex PTSD, someone kind of going, but when you tell them, it's not going to help. So we need to always be supportive. Um, yeah, that was, there we go. That was complex PTSD. Um, the next podcast for mental health is on Saturday, August 13th. And it's on coronavirus and your well-being because collective trauma and survivor's guilt and everything else that's a big bag of stuff to unpick. And we've all been through it. So um, I'm actually really looking forward to next month because there's been a lot where I've had messages after the podcast going, thank you for talking about that this week. Uh, it was just nice to hear someone talk about it and normalise it. But that this coronavirus is something that affects all of us with absolutely zero stigma. The last few years have been fucking weird. And they still continue to be a bit weird. Um, so we will talk about all of the weird on August 13th next month, um, probably around 2, 3 UK time. You know what I'm like, nice and chill. For those of you who are watching live now, stick around. There's something else coming up. And for those of you listening back on the uh, Catch Up podcast, thank you very much for your support. I hope to see you next time. There we go. Ooh.